See, this is why I know you don't listen to the podcast, because that's how we start every fucking podcast. I promise you I don't listen to the podcast. You listen to Alaska and Willem every fucking week, but you won't say shit to me? Okay, whatever. Hi, everybody. One, two, three. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Messy Pod. As you can see, Max not here. We have a different guest, probably the most asked for guest we ever get. Say hi. Hi, y'all. Where am I supposed to look? You could look at me. This is a podcast. Okay, because people love to comment where I look on y'all's videos, and I'm like, eat shit. I like looking at me, okay? <laughs> no. I love looking at me. It's my favorite thing to do. I know. You she's... got something to say about it? <laughs> Fuck you. I wear my own merch. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I love looking at me. I'm wearing an outfit. You bought me. Reese bought me this sweatshirt. I did. For Christmas? Yeah, Christmas. Okay, oh, look. Was it what did I get you? Shot glasses. Tiffany's shot glasses. Yeah, they were Tiffany's. They are. Mm-hmm. I, Arisa's uh, subbing in for Mac today. Mac is having a little bit of a, like a personal issue, so I told him to take the day off. And I figured like Arisa would come on and help substitute. I mean, you, whenever we need somebody to come on the podcast, you always come. I do always come. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> what have you been up to? You want to tell the kids what you've been up to in life? Uh, As we sit here and drink wine. Don't worry. I you get am, you know, I'm a... I'm on like five different shows right now. Have they come out yet? I was gonna say no, my bad friend. they're all in pre-production. No, they're all in pre-production, which could take two fucking years because production is slow as shit. Uh. If, you, if you work in Hollywood, you understand production is slow as shit. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm filming a show. I'm a character and I'm just some bitchy girl, which is great. Typecasting. <laughs> but um, for a show for AMC. Ooh. So, yes, I was on set for 13 hours on Thursday for that show. I didn't, I, I can't say anything like that. I did secret projects. I love how I had like my little vape up here. I snatched away. I, I told them. Uh, so a recent Mac have both yelled at me that I picked up this habit of vaping. Vaping but, is still smoking. Let anyway. me tell you something. I went on uh, a secret project and I was alone by myself. I took up the habit of smoking. I know it's bad. I know it's terrible. I know it's stupid. But I had to go back there twice. The first time I was there, I was with this really annoying fucking person who if I smoked, they would have yelled at me. <laughs> I'm just going to let it die there. Yeah, but, it's like... <laughs> what? Say something. Legally, I can. <laughs> That's fine. Um, this is going to be a fun advice cast. I posted on our Instagram, at uh, MessyPod everywhere. You guys should be following because that's where we get the questions. We're going to do an advice episode. And Arisa is the best at giving advice because this is somebody who makes a career on having to portray perfection all the time. That's why people are always like, why doesn't she give more energy like Mike? Why doesn't she do more of that? Because she's always on. And I don't believe in wrinkles. All of these expressions Botox! he's making. No, all of the expressions he's making rival Jim Carrey and anything. So oh. like no. I just got a fresh thing of Botox. It's not kicked in yet, but soon, bitch, my face won't be able to move. I also got it in the jaw like you told me to. Okay. You know? Okay, fun. I stick there, I stick I stick with Botox. I don't really do much else. I like Botox. I lot. have had a nose job before, but I told him that. I've had I got a mo- nose job before I moved to LA. I've also had a nose job. But you can watch it on Dr. 90210 <laughs> the reboot on E. <laughs> okay, go on. No, but I figured before we get into helping the kids and seeing what they're submitting and asking us to do, as my friend, okay. somebody who met me in a compromising, like we talked about, you met me in a Arisa's never done drugs. No, I have never done drugs. Arisa's never done drugs. I was. 
Fantastic. I, no, I don't anymore. Our friend Weedrin, she spilled an entire glass of fruit punch on my top. So that's why I was in that room because <laughs> I was wearing soaking. bikini top. I was under the top I had on <laughs> that I had to put in my purse because that bitch would splash and was like, oops, sorry, girl, let's go upstairs to this room I know. No. And so we went upstairs to that room and that's where I met you. And I was literally washing with hand soap this the red punch out of my top. I was pissed the fuck off when you met me because I was like, I cannot believe she just ruined this top. And I was obsessed with you from day one because when we were going up in the elevator, I remember you, because we were at the Standard Hotel, rest the in standard peace. Standard West Hollywood, rest, rest in peace. Right up the street, literally a block away. Don't tell people where I live. Uh, <laughs> um, we were right there, and I remember, I, all I remember was you were in the, that, it was gold, right? A gold bikini? Mm-mm. A gold bikini outfit? What no, was it? I give a gold aura, so I can see why you'd make a mistake in that. Oh, fuck yourself. I don't know. I, it seems like I'm really regal. Anyway, because I am. But um, it was a white bikini that Kate Bosworth gave me, and it has birds of paradise flowers all over it, and it's from Poppy Delavine. Which I want to stop Delavine's you right there, because now I'm going to yell at you again. Every time we do a video together, whether it's a, whether it's a podcast, remember when we did that Celebrity Smasher Pass, mm -hmm. and you knew everybody on the fucking list? You're like, oh, I, they gave me this dresser. They gave me this in my house. The thing you is, if you shit. live in L.A. for eight years and you don't know a celebrity personally, you're a fucking loser. No, no. no I'm you're a fucking loser. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. But no one I, wants you in their house. Okay, okay, go on. I know celebrities, but they don't give me things. Oh, I'm really pretty, Mike. <laughs> you guys understand that we went out, a recent I went out there the night, there's a new club that opened up in um, West Hollywood called Heart. I wasn't allowed in. They wouldn't, she had to come get me at the door. The audacity. The audacity. <laughs> I couldn't get into a club and Reese had to come get me in. And then she brought me to the table and everything. I'm, I was literally your plus in, one. Into the only VIP there that I wasn't even paying for. But see, this is why you get into these things because you're always like Miss Perfect Barbie. That's what you pay for. But can I tell you, is it hard? Like, what goes into, like, how did that happen? Honestly, when I first moved to LA, everyone can look it up. You can look up, I did BuzzFeed videos. Like, I got a part-time little stint at BuzzFeed. Um, not a job, a stint. Um, <laughs> I started dating the boss at BuzzFeed. Fun. Anyway, okay. <laughs> like, they walk into my life. And so, um, what's his face? Uh, it was after several it, Miami CEOs. <laughs> I'm not saying who. <laughs> I kept it vague. I know. I was like, I just started, I just started sweating. I was like, okay, let's start talking about me. Um, no, I did some bussy videos, and when I moved here, I was like, I'm not gonna go Hollywood. Like, I'm just gonna have, you know, real hair. I'm not wearing a lot of makeup because I didn't wear a lot of makeup anyway. Because as a New York model, you're not supposed to wear makeup. Uh -huh. They want to see what your face looks like and like what your hair looks like. And so. I was very casual looking for everything, videos, everything, but that wasn't selling. Yeah. Nobody liked, like, they would like my content, like, the stuff that was coming, like, oh, that girl's funny, or she's interesting, mm -hmm. but they weren't reposting it, they weren't double-clicking it, and I'm like, oh, I have to be, like, on. And I've noticed that about you, where we'll be, if, if you get ready for something, we're going out. We're going out. And if you're not ready, we don't go out. Even if you mm -hmm. want to go out and drink. If, you, if Arise is like, Arise Wanzer and Arise are different people. And you've ever said, you have, do I have to be on Arise tonight? Yeah, the Arise show. <laughs> I call it the Arise show. Because it so, is. Yeah, it's show. But it's what we always do. Like, I feel like when I make the podcast, people see me like, I'll be in workout clothes. I don't give a fuck. But when you go out, you can't do that. And that's why it's exhausting. Yeah, if you want to see the real me, you can watch YouTube. And that's where you're <laughs> going to see me in all different stages where I'm exhausted with my dog. Well, you're so. doing YouTube videos now a lot more often. Yeah. 
Also, TikTok, you finally listen to me. I know. You want to plug okay your TikTok? TikTok? I am doing okay on She TikTok. said, okay. She's got millions I of just, views. I just reached three million views on that one about the models and us not eating. I, <laughs> <laughs> but because the kids want to be taught, and you fought me on it for the longest time. Because I hate learning new things. <laughs> Fun fact, once you reach a certain age, you just want to know it all. Yeah. And which means you don't want to... Like, I like learning things on accident. I don't like... We've already done Instagram for over 10 years now. Mm-hmm. I've got my blue check mark. They don't push you in the algorithm unless you pay for a commercial because it's a, it's a commercial space at yep. this point. Um, so I don't care to cater to that anymore. I'm like, I don't care. Um, whereas TikTok, it's the Wild West for trolls. We'll say that because trolls live and run rampant. And on you respond. Like, I respond to every time. It's every somebody, nothing is more threatening than someone with time. <laughs> And, and I block with the quickness. So think you're going to say something fucking crazy to me and see how long you last watching my shit. It's going to be seconds. Well, you and I are very different people where if I get one mean comment, if someone's like, you look fat here, I, I'm, I break. I'm destroyed. If someone tells a reason she looks fat, she just goes, well, that's just not true. That's just not true information. <laughs> I'm like, that's... Uh, I've been signed by several agencies the world over, and they said I wasn't. So that's just not true. Or when someone's like, ugly bitch, I'm like, that's... That's not true information. <laughs> no, I modeled as both before and after. So like you can know how the transition works. So what um, what went into creating the Ari show? Like what 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 what, what goes oh into God. like doing that? Because now you say you go mm-hmm. out and you have to be on. Give me the process. Bring it well, down. it all developed from my first show, Strut on Oxygen. Um, they didn't do our hair and makeup, and I'm like, but we're gonna be on camera, like HD cameras. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you gotta do your own hair and makeup. I was like. Reality TV is what taught me to do my hair and makeup. And so I had to learn very quickly from Mm. YouTube University. (laughs) And so I did all the tutorials and stuff like that. And now I'm really experimental with makeup where I just do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And I stick to a motif, like a winged liner and some sort of color up here. But I use lots of colors. It looks good. But thanks. No problem. But um, I always try to make it match what I'm wearing. But, um... Yeah, I think the pressure, because it is from pressure, because you're around all these other girls, trans girls usually, in my case, because they always corral us like cattle. Um, <laughs> it's true. They're like, look how inclusive we are. I like, like how you drop these jokes to see if I'll laugh to know if I'm paying attention. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not even, they're not even jokes, it's true. Like, yeah. so, but oh my God. I just mean, when you're next to this really stunning one, I'm like, well, I can be pretty too. I'm just not today. Like, uh-huh. I thought we were more casual. No, we're not. You gotta like turn it on. And so, yeah, you just have to learn to be on. And the good part about it is that from my first show, I learned that you have to compartmentalize who you are on TV, your on self, versus who you are personally. Because people were attacking my character personally off of things that were not me, necessarily. They were things that producers maybe asked me to say, asked me to do, asked me to be like. And is that me? Yeah, in the moment, absolutely it was. I take responsibility for that. But was it something I would have done naturally? No. Mm-hmm. And so now they're attacking my character that way. And I'm like, oh, okay. I have to create a character that you can attack. And so me on TV is not who I am in your real life. And people wonder, like, they'll be like, oh, I saw your attitude on the show. That's why you're not booking like you are. I'm like, no, I booked just fine. <laughs> I, I've been a full-time model for 18 years. Can okay. you say that? <laughs> you and your mom's fucking basement. Have you done that? Have you dated CEOs? Yeah. Have you dated the hottest men on the planet? And see, no. I've never known you on camera, so I don't know what that's like. Um, but let's get... <laughs> let me pivot. Being as some, like, I've done reality TV and being in the YouTube stuff, that's something I never learned. 
And I feel like that's why it hits me so hard when I do get critiqued because I'm not like, I'm, I feel like when I'm on camera, you know me in real life mm -hmm. as one of my closest friends. And I go to Arise and Mac as my two people when I am breaking apart. Or you guys will know. I'll post something. You'll be like, are you okay? <laughs> Arise is one of the people that'll text me if, like, she sees that I'm out really, really late. She goes, Mike, what are you doing? <laughs> because I almost texted you yesterday. I you did. <laughs> well, because no, I, never, I never learned. I, like, I don't do good at control, self-control, period. But you give all of yourself away at once. Yes, and I break. That's it, why you break, because they're attacking the real you. And Whereas it sucks. you attack me, that's not me. <laughs> You'll never know the real me. Is this it? You'll never know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But buy my merch at dragqueenmerch.com. <laughs> it's off. got all my face on it, and it's incredible. <laughs> I, um, I want your advice, though, because I want... We're going to go into the whole thing. I want Arise to read me a, a little bit because oh ever since me and Arise, before we get into advice for everybody else, because we're going to start taking your guys' advice questions and we're both going to give you advice and I want to see how my advice differs from, differs from your advice. Okay. But before that, we've started going like out to a lot of events together just because we're friends in the LA space. So I've actually learned a lot about how to do public events by being with Arise. It's like I, bas I basically help you with like the social media aspect and you help me get my shit together in public. Yeah, you gotta clean it up. <laughs> clean you clean it, it up, and but you're not mean about it. Like I just kind of like learn from you and put it into practice. And you like it's almost like a dog should be like, good boy. <laughs> you did really well there. And I keep a rolled up newspaper in my purse for when he's not a good boy. <laughs> I'm like, nope. But we nope. do a lot. No, we just did one thing. We just did that was a lot of fun. I think it came out today. Was Eureka Harris music video that we Ooh, were in for like 0.2 seconds. Yeah, it's okay. We only worked for two hours. <laughs> it was fine, but it was a lot of fun. I'll put a link to it in the so description below if you guys want to see it. But we also, um, last Sunday, I, uh, I think me and Mac said we were going out on the podcast. Mac, Arise, and I went to an event for a DirecTV. DirecTV Super Bowl party. Yeah, my housewife's there. I was gagged. I was fully gagged. You know my housewife Stan. Bitch. Bitch. You didn't know who a single one of them were. No, I know. I know some tea about the one. Sonny Morgan. Oh, why? Give me the tea. What's the tea? I mean, if I can't say it, I'll cut it's, it. If know? it's bad, I'll bleep it. But tell me. Honestly, if I were to say that, everybody who knows of Sonya Morgan wouldn't care. And she, who else was there? They had Ashley Darby, who you don't know who that is. No, I don't know Potomac. who any of the housewives are. Fun but, fact, I don't know who any of the housewives are. I don't give a fuck about them. I know, I know who Ramona Singer is because her eyes are nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but they had um, Ashley Darby, and I took to my sister because my sister is also a huge housewife fan. And she's like, her husband's bi. She goes, Mike, you can fuck them and get on the show. And I honestly, if he was there, I would have tried. Gasp. But they had a lot of our Drag Race Queen fans there. Carrie Colby! The Carrie Colby, who's a Aurora good friend of Sexton, my sister. I like how we also know the tea when everyone's like, how did she get J-Lo's dress? I'm like, she has the Getty in inventory. I was gonna say, I was like, Get August Getty owned it. He yeah, was a good like, friend of ours as well. I was yeah, like... Getty, like, August has put me into several priceless garments uh, in their house. The thing about having friends, like, when, you, when you're friends with people like August Getty or, like, how we know Marco Marco, mm -hmm. it's like our after parties become the best closet playhouse ever oh and <laughs> i gotta tell you because i have to defend my tiktok right now because i compared this mugler piece to uh tiara mugler rest okay. in peace rest in power mm -hmm. um to a marco marco piece and people were like oh no that's a trickle down it's the other way around honey i'm like no i wore something by marco marco that looked exactly like this piece and you guys are talking about his underwear as a fashion girl, I'm talking about the costumes he makes for every single celebrity you love. He makes shit for J-Lo that's custom, Gwen Stefani, everybody. And Ariana Grande, ev Britney Spears, Megan Thee Stallion. Everyone's tour costumes are all done by fucking Marco Marco. You have no idea what you're talking about. It's not just gay underwear, sweetie. It is custom fucking costumes. Teach the kids! You have no idea. 
the expertise that goes into this. When we do our runway uh, fittings for Marco Marco, I have done Alexander Wang, I've done Michael Kors. The fitting for Marco Marco is much more thorough. Yep. He measures your wrists to the top of your neck. And so what you're not going to do is downplay the really well done shit he does. Yeah. Because like it's, this isn't gay underwear that you can afford, sweetie. It's costumes you could never. No, and just he, so we're clear, he might be selling the the, uh, the underwear line soon. Yeah, no, he doesn't want to be associated with it. Really because he doesn't really, honestly, that's the least thing about his whole brand. And you know what I like the most about him? He doesn't want any of the attention on himself. I know he won't even show himself in pictures. That's his thing. He covers his face. Yeah, one of my favorite people, but also just one of my favorite artists. Yes. Of our time, and so like, I'm just defending the TikTok people, cause like, or not me on TikTok, because I'm like, you guys have no idea what you're talking about when you yeah. talk about my comparison from Mugler and Marco Marco. You're an idiot. Yeah. But I wanted your opinion, going back to the DirecTV event, because I had a little moment on, on YouTube where I was like, I, uh, the more I succeed and the more like things I do, the more harshly I criticize myself, right? Mm -hmm. So when we go to an event, normally I do fine, but like we went to that DirecTV TV event and I'm eating like so little right now because I'm cutting. The alcohol hit me out of nowhere. I was trash, and you saw me. I was drunk, and here's the, and I, all I remember it was is so hot. It was bits and pieces. I remember being in an after party, and I was I was had Monique Hart from Drag Race. And oh my God, yeah, Mo was that. Who's Mo Hart? Mo, Mo Hart. Hart. Mo, Mo Hart. Hart. Now it's Mo Hart now. Mo Hart, and, and we were talking. By the way, one of the she sweetest, incredible. one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my entire life. I did her talk show two years ago. I think it was before. It was right when the pandemic started happening. Mm -hmm. Uh, but she had a talk show she was pushing, uh -huh. and so I was one of her guests. And oh, so nice. that's how I got to know her. I'd never met her before. One of the sweetest people. So sweet. I think I've ever met, but all I Dropped remember... gorgeous, by the way. Stunning. That's a... That bitch. One of my frontrunners right now on UK vs. the World, which I'm going to pause right now. If you ah! want to know our full reactions to UK vs. the World, we are doing weekly reality TV show uh, recaps on our Patreon. I'll link in the description below. Me and Mac every week recap currently UK vs. the World, but we are going to do a different reality show every single time because this year we might know some people. We might know some people that do a few reality shows. We might. So go on the <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Monique Hart. I don't know nobody. Mohart, keep saying it. Go on. Me, I was, talk, I was Mohart, talking to Mohart. Mohart. I was talking to Mohart. Um, and I don't remember fully what I said. I remember snippets. I just remember we were talking for a while and we were crying. Don't know what really? I was saying. I think I was. I think I was telling them my full life story, and I went into like oh. you know forty five minute video we joke about all the time, uh -huh. but like past. And I think I was telling her, and I just remember them like crying, and I was like, oh wait, I didn't mean to do that. But getting that fucked up in an event, the next day, I just got so in my head like I'm an embarrassment. I embarrassed myself for all these people. Oh my god, when it took me a day or two to remind myself that nobody's fucking paying attention to me like that. They're not. No one is. Yeah, people only care about themselves. Fun fact. And my, I feel like my whole brand is like being a mess. I just, I feel like as you do better, there's more pressure to try to be perfect. So I can understand why you've made that like shell, that facade kind of. Yeah, and I, if you notice, I stopped drinking so much. I because have Because we will go out and I will have like two or three drinks because the cameras never stop flashing. And you're like, I cannot look. Because you'll, you'll see your pictures the next day that you want to post and you're like, oh, I look wasted. Yep. I, stopped. I can't post this. That's one of the reasons why in LA at, at some point, because after seeing me a little fucked up, that's why I started to clean up my entire act <laughs> a little bit. I mean, I remember um, when I was in Tulum, I was with like a bunch of like fun people. And I remember the girls, a lot of people gave them shit because they would not, 
when they got stopped on the street and people were like, can I get a photo with you? No. Can I get a photo with you? People say no because here's the, here's the truth about it. Women get um, critiqued a lot harder than the men. You were going to say scrutinized. I was going to say scrutinized. Yeah. They, they, get, they get, you know, targeted and, you know, hated on a lot more for their looks. Uh -huh. So I'm not going to trust any random person on the street to post a photo of me before I see it. Absolutely. I wouldn't either. And it was really a group of friends letting loose, getting fucked up and having fun. Sometimes I don't want photos of me when I'm letting loose all over, all over the internet for people to judge. Now, if someone has their, fit, uh, their phone or their camera out, and there's no flash, I'm like turning the fuck around. Like, absolutely not. It's like somebody trying to take their phone out at a sex party in LA. It's like, what are you doing? I have never been to a sex party in LA. Oh. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I heard about Sunday. Anyway. Ah! <laughs> uh, but no, I feel like, okay, so now knowing me, as somebody, if we're gonna be going to like events together as friends, if you had to think of things right now that you wanna call me out for right now on the podcast that I need to clean up, about myself, read me a little bit. Give me, give me some friend advice. Because I can't tell you what what's to do. What's the first thing? I don't know, you give me. Give me, what's something that you think, like, as being my friend, that you think, from a personal, nice level, something that you think I could work on or well, change? Well, I've been doing that for a few months now, and you take direction pretty well. Thank you. Okay, like you shower more? I do. Yeah. I smell nice now when we you go out. You clean up a lot more? I get my hair cut every week. Uh-huh. <laughs> um... Grooming is nicer. Yes, it's much better. I clip my nails. Uh, you've started shopping for yourself in a way that complements your body type and the goals you want to look like. People pointed that out on the on my YouTube channel a lot. They always go like, what outfit is this? What outfit is this? Yeah. Before I started wearing the same thing in every video. Mm -hmm. You're Before welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. No producer credit. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Now, um, no, I can't take full credit. I didn't make you shop. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't. But, um, but I did make snide comments for three and a half years <laughs> about the way he looked. Like, um, yeah, like a bitch. No, but um, you want to know what the truth is? Like I you said, about, you... about Sunday, I want to go back. I want to tell you. Oh, let's talk I about, thought we were pivoting. No, I'm going to go back to it because I okay. feel like that's one of the things... I feel like, because I wouldn't call it a full sex party. I feel like, I think, I think I always go back to, I feel bad always talking about like the childhood trauma stuff. Mm -hmm. And what happens with me is even though I don't think anybody, no one's going to judge me for what I do. Everybody out here is doing the same shit. Maybe not to the same extent. But there are people doing the same shit. I'm not judging. No, I don't know. I know you're not judging. Yeah, like, I feel I like care. I feel like I judge myself because I feel like when I do that, I'm viewed like I used to be viewed when I didn't I have mean, a choice. People judge me all day. They say I'm entitled, bitchy, snide, cunty. I own all of that. I do not care. <laughs> now, if you think you're insulting me, you're describing me. <laughs> no, you've got the wrong bitch, but you got the right one today. Yeah. And so, don't you want to do that? Like, when someone says something about you, be like, yeah. Like, I have a friend. Well, I own I it. Call, That's why. If when I you're slutty, she'd be like, I'm absolutely slutty. Well, I, like, a reason. I feel like everybody here watching this podcast, if I were to say I was a prim and proper person who didn't have fun and have sex, listen, I'm young and I look good. I'm going to get it while I can. Like, <laughs> I am not going to apologize for it at all. But I feel like I battle a lot with that from having this view of myself back when it was like, oh, I felt like that's all I had worth. And I feel like when I do that around people I care about in a city where people's public opinion matters a lot, I feel like I don't want people to view me like that. So I judge myself very harshly and critically. My thing is, what do you think about them? But see, this is the same thing. See, because most of the time I'm not thinking about them. And so that's why I'm trying to tell you, you can compartmentalize your feelings with that. Like, you know what? I know, I know for a fact what some people have said about me behind my back. I know yeah. some people fully don't like me and are nice to me in my face. Oh, totally. No, but guess what? I don't 
give a fuck. They do not pay my bills. They can't stop me from getting any work. Um, I don't have to have everyone like me. And I don't really like them that much. Yeah. If it was someone I really liked, I'd be like, damn, I can't believe she doesn't. Like, if I found out Gigi Gorgeous, and I'm putting her out there right now, because no, because it's a friend of mine. I love her. Uh -huh. If I found out she was like, God, I cannot stand her Reese, I'd be like, why? No, I'd be like, ow. Like, yeah. I've spent enough time with you to where... I'd hope you'd avoid me at all costs if that was the case. No, um, and I like her. I think she's a nice person. I respect her. I respect everything she does. Yeah. Um, known her for years. I think she's like. I think she's great. That would hurt. Yeah. Versus these people who you kind of see every once in a while. You don't really like talking to them. Why do you give a shit what they think? I think you know what the truth of the matter is, and it's something I I get embarrassed about admitting. And you've seen me break down and have to admit I this have. before. I don't have nearly as much self-confidence, I think, as people think I do. Because I think I portray the person that people think, oh, Mike, Mike doesn't give a shit what people say about him. He's like a confident person. Not at all. <laughs> like, I think I care too much what other people think about me. Because the fact that I'm worried about what people think about me that were there, I'm like, they were doing the same thing. So why am I judging myself or thinking about what are they gonna think about me when it could be the same, what do I think about them? Do you know what I mean? I don't know, I feel like I just, I, my anxiety is just really, really harsh. And I, I, a lot of people related to just like scrutinizing yourself to a different degree than you do to other people. And how to get out of it. I started meditating. I think, okay. Oh, good. How often? I just started this week. I got the I call, like, Matt. this morning. <laughs> I did. I did it last night and the day before during the day to release like stress and anxiety because I think I'm a mess. Okay. I won't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why one thing I'm going to doing, like, listen, if Drunk Mike and Sober Mike make decisions, I've, I'm very Gemini. Okay. We have different personalities and we make decisions that neither of us like about one another. I think, as a Libra, we usually think we're absolutely perfect. <laughs> and so, I'm good. I keep a balance all the time. I check myself constantly. I'm very self-aware. Mm -hmm. I also know you have to have your list your lists of non-negotiables for yourself and other people. I don't ask for anything of other people that I don't deliver myself. Yeah. But I also don't judge other people in doing something different because who cares? Yeah. We live one time, this isn't a dress rehearsal, can't stress that enough. It was mm -hmm. in a clip I did with them years ago yep. on the same podcast. And so you just have to do what you want to do. If it makes you happy, it doesn't harm anyone else. It doesn't matter. And I also took a step back to remember, why am I so worried about people judging me when there's not a single person in this town who could judge me for either of those things? Think about, give me one name of one person you know that hasn't had a slutty moment or a really fucked up moment that you've personally witnessed. I can't name one person. I can't name one person. I remind myself that. I was going to say, I know someone who hasn't had a slutty moment, but a fucked up moment, He's had that. We could just leave it there. <laughs> but it's tea. And I feel like I just battle with my, I feel like I battle with my view of self, which I like to have you as a friend. I told you, having you as a friend, my mom says all the time, I wish I had as much confidence in my pinky as a Reese. <laughs> no, my mom says, I wish I had as much confidence in her whole body as you have in your pinky. Oh, that's Be Because yeah. even though, like, sometimes you, like, become vulnerable around me. You tell me things that you're vulnerable about. Oh, my God. The other night, yeah. I was done. <laughs> like, I was like, I just want a meteor to hit my house. <laughs> but you give me advice, and I'm there for you when you need advice. Because I feel like everybody has vulnerable moments. And one thing I like about my channel is I want to portray somebody. Because I'm not a role model. Please don't ever think I am. 
But I, I like, am. You no, are. No, but you are. No, I'm not. I'm I like not. to be relatable because I'm like, listen, like if you're somebody that looks up to me, I don't know why, but I'm going to show you something that you can, like, I'm not someone you look up to. I'm somebody that you relate with. I cannot stress enough how not relatable I am, and I know that. And so I don't need to hear that in the comments ever. Like, I don't find her relatable. I'm not. I am not. I am. I've had a very different life than you, and it was fun. Yeah. Okay. Arisa's like, I'm great. My life is perfect. I'm strong. I'm beautiful. I'm everything. And I'm over here like, I'm breaking. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, still, no I'm still breaking, but I'm not going to show you. <laughs> so I'm like. Oh, I'm I'll turn the camera on. I'll be like, look at me. <laughs> having a terrible time. Couldn't be me. Anyway. <laughs> but it's true, and that's why I like, I'm, I'm happy that we're friends. Everyone's happy. different, though, but everyone's different. So I'm not saying you should be like me. I'm saying when you start respecting yourself and starting respecting the fact that everyone else is being themselves, you stop caring so much about what's going on. And when, like, I only focus on the now. I do not live in the future. I don't live in the past because mm -hmm. that is how you end up depressed or anxious. Yeah. Anxious, future, depressed, past. You live in a meditated state. Yes, versus <laughs> I'm right here, right now. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Everything is just fine. Yeah. Well, you know what? That, that's literally meditating. That was the hardest thing for me when I, I've only done it three times. It's the art of letting go. Let I, go. When they told me to sit there, this is how my brain works. You want to know what it's like? They said, sit here for 10 minutes and focus on your breath. Focus on the cold air turning into hot air yeah, on your upper lip. Too. I need to start stretching, that's another story. Yeah. But I was sitting there and literally they're like, if your mind wanders, it's not a big deal, bring it back. And don't judge yourself, just bring it back. It went from me sitting there being like, judgmental thoughts, judgmental thoughts, what's my body looks like? Well, I have this YouTube video, I think. I gotta do this and I gotta do this on Instagram and then I gotta go to this event and I gotta go here, I gotta make sure that I have this outfit ready. Uh, what does my ex from a year ago think about me? Like, I went everywhere and I kept having to bring it back to center. It was so hard for me to center. So, because my mind is everywhere. I can relate in the sense where, you know, I'll, I will I will have event after event after event after then a birthday party and then yeah. this thing that I promised a friend I'd go to and I have, if I have nothing else, I have my integrity. I do everything I say I'm going to do. You are, and you'll say no. You're going to say no. I'm like, I honestly, I can't and I would love to, but I can't and it hurts my feelings that I can't because I like to show up to the opening of an envelope. Yeah. I don't care what you invite me to, I will come. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I love it. I have an outfit for that. Yes. No, but, no, I do. No, but, um, what I had to learn to do, and it's part of living in the now, is compartmentalizing. So someone will say, what are you wearing tonight? I'm like, I don't know. I know what I'm wearing to the post office in two hours. I will figure out tonight after that. If I have like, like I have these fun projects that are gonna be happening. That means there's another layer of a microscope that's gonna be on Michael. If there's things I don't wanna be doing or portraying myself in a certain life, like even if it is, you know, me, I think one thing I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start cutting my drinking when I go out. Like, because drinking for me, I can't cut out. I can't go sober. Mm -hmm. It is my whole job, and I don't think I need to. I don't think I'm an addict. I don't think I have a problem. I sat for almost three months-ish, because it was like once a week happening, because I still had events. Yeah. And sometimes I don't want to talk to people. So yeah. I struggle because I revert back to, like, bad issues. And then the the pro the progress I make, I feel like it's all for nothing. But then mm -hmm. I go back, and then I I just gotta remember I'm on the right path. I'm so much. Here's the thing, this isn't AA. Okay, no, I'm gonna I tell just you, no, I'm gonna tell you about real life. Okay, real life means relapse is inevitable. You're not gonna go 70 years not doing old habits you used to have. Get over yourself and get over the process. Everything is a learning thing, and you have to give it a learning curve. Yeah, and so if you're gonna learn. You have to learn from your mistakes as well. So if you repeat the mistake and you actively know that you did the mistake, fuck, okay, well, I'll try to apply myself better next time versus yeah. 
having a whole guilt trip about a moment in time that won't matter 15 years from now. None of this will matter. Yeah, but see, I think that's, I think what you just said hit the nail on the head. Yeah. I felt guilty. For I what? I felt guilty just because I felt like when I act like old Michael that got himself into all those terrible things, when I have those moments, I feel like, what have you learned? Did you not learn your fucking lesson? Did you not know what could happen to you? Did, are you, did you not have any personal fucking growth? Like, I literally tell myself this whole time and it makes me feel like a failure. It makes but me feel like I fucking is, failed. Words, there's a reason we spell them. Words are spells. Mm -hmm. And so the things you tell yourself, you're casting on yourself and that's who you become in the end. And so you have to stop being so nasty to yourself. That's why I say I'm so perfect. I look like Linda Evangelista. I'm everything. And look at me now. See? Are you Do you guys see why I love that? having her as a yeah. friend so much? I, no, this is one of the reasons why I love having you in my life so much. It really oh, is. I love you. Ha no, having somebody like you, no matter who you are, having a friend that can like build you up and tell you nice things when you do nothing but tell yourself bad things, I think is very important, especially in Los Angeles. Yeah, because I don't tell myself bad things. I have bad thoughts. And so those are things like, they're called intrusive thoughts, where I think, was all of this for nothing? Yeah. Because I don't see a result. I don't see any results. I see the little baby steps I make, but then if I look back at my entire career, my entire life, there's a whole result. There was an agency built around me. Like I'm, and I'm somebody to me. Like if I look, if I saw me when I was like, I would say, if nine year old me, if I was nine years old and I saw me, I would probably die of shock. Yeah. Like, Whoa, I did what? Well, think like, about this. I, and this is where I talked you up because a Reese was feeling like like you had shit. that moment. You feeling like shit. You felt like, yeah. what have I done? Was it all for nothing? And I, I had to sit there and remind you, someone like you, if you feel like you're somebody who's done nothing. I'm like somebody who's been a trailblazer in the trans community, have done things that no one else in the past could have ever dreamed of, have been in vogue how many times? How many runways? How many TV shows? They talked about you on Wendy Williams, you're blocked by every Kardashian, they talked about you in the reunion. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And the fact that somebody like you who's had all these accolades. Also, also blocked by them, didn't even troll them. <laughs> I never had to comment on their shit once. They don't like me. And that's fine. Because you call them on their shit. Because I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> they call them on their shit. Yeah, dumb people like them. I and it's true. It. Just like both, it's, I think it's good for people to see that everybody just needs a boost in confidence and no one is like, no one is impenetrable. Mm -hmm. No one. So let's get into, I want to hear what some people are going through. Let's add, like, let's get some advice questions from. Let's get from, some advice. From the peeps, I asked them on the Messy Pod Instagram. So we're going to go through, I'm not going to say their names, God forbid, you know, we have a lot, as you can see. Because they might be. Okay, oh God. God forbid let's they want to be this. anonymous. Okay, let's do this. Um, do we're going to start. And if we they're stupid. too much to, for how many questions there were. No, it's fine. I'm going to, I'll put them in. And it goes, um. How do I go about loving my body when my mom projects her insecurities onto me? You're great with this because your mom does the exact opposite. Yeah, no, my mom is the best mom in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I know my mom is like, you're perfect. You're beautiful. You look like Linda. Angelisa, you're a model. <laughs> you need some money? I'm like, yes, always. No, um, <laughs> so here's the thing about parents. When you get to a certain age, you're clearly not there yet. Um, you realize they're not perfect. Your parents are people too. And most people are creating more people not realizing they haven't fixed their own shit yet. And so your mom is projecting how she feels about herself onto you, which you've acknowledged. And so there's no reason for you to take that personally. Yeah, I think That's, you can leave it there. Yeah, it's personal for her, not for you. And well, so you can just leave her with that. Like if she says bad things about your body and how you should feel about it, also, she's from a time that's obsolete. 
hopefully all these senators go. And Our reason we said, she goes, I can't wait till all these old Republicans die. Yeah. So- <laughs> I can't wait. I said go because I didn't know. If I just say it. Since you said it, I'll say we're not, it. We're not hating Republicans. No, I'm hating from, these old people from a different era who should be making era. rules. I'm like, you guys were from the time of segregation. We're trying to move on as a people. We are trying to all come together, be one, uh, have fair wages, fair treatment for everybody. And you're the ones holding us back because you're from a time where like slavery like just ended. You're so old. Please go away. What I've learned, yeah. I, I, I've learned that you're officially an adult when you realize that your parents don't know everything. They don't. Like when I was younger, whatever my mom and dad said, like to me, they knew everything. They could help me in any situation. They can get me out of everything. Now, when I call my parents on that problem, my dad's, the best advice he gives me, he goes, Mike, figure it out. He goes, I, I don't, I can't help you with your life because I also, you know, they projected their insecurities on me, but it wasn't insecurities, it was worry. Like when I was gonna move to LA, they said, that's bad idea. When I said, I wanna do entertainment, I wanna do YouTube, bad idea. Where's the, where's the security, where's this and that? That's where you have to start asking what choices did they make for themselves. And I didn't want their life. I said, that's, I don't want your exactly. life. Thank I don't. You, thank you, James Vanderbeek. It's true. I don't. Sorry. It's no like, one's gonna get that. But I moved to LA because, and I say this all the time when everyone's like, "Why did you move to LA?" I said, "Because I looked around. I was working in Manhattan. I, I looked around. I didn't know a single person that I was envious of. There was not a single person in my life where I was like, I want to have your life.'" And I said, "Then why am I listening to these people? Why exactly. am I listening to how you tell me what to do when you are not living the life I want?" Exactly. So it, whether or not I would fail or not, and thank God I didn't, because I came out here, and you know what? It's the best feeling in the world where. I used to get mad at my parents because I felt like they didn't support me, but it was really they were trying to protect me because it's the only thing they know from. They live their life experience. Mm -hmm. So what I get now, like when I do these secret projects, when I've been on TV, when my YouTube channel is becoming successful and I'm living this life they told me was impossible, my dad will tell me, he goes, I am so incredibly proud of you because even though you didn't listen to any of our advice, you proved us wrong. And we are so proud of you. And that is the best feeling in the entire world. It really is. But it also is kind of scary because now when I have an issue in my life, I can't go to my parents for advice because they have no idea how to navigate it. But there's got to be a little bit of a relief in that because oh, you're yeah. self-sufficient. And you do know a ton of people you've created a family outside of your own family yeah. that can help you with that advice. Absolutely. Like you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, have my, my, I have my family out here, but it is good to, you know, I always say take your parents' advice because, you know, People with life experience always can give you good advice, but mm-hmm. take it with a grain of salt because remember, their life is not your life. You don't want the same outcome. They used to get a piece of gum for 13 cents at the <laughs> corner store. You cannot listen to everything they say. Uh, they they used, don't understand money at all. They used to get pregnant and have to get married. Ugh! Barf. <laughs> <laughs> Barf. Let's, okay, oh, here's one that, this question is always a little bit annoying to me, not because it's a bad question, it's the most common question. And That's the one. There's no, it sounds annoying. There, there's, no way, there's no way to accurately answer it, but it's something every queer wants to ask, is how do I come out? And I tell them, here's the thing, there's nothing I can say that is going to tell everyone here how to come out. Everyone's walk of life is different, like we just said. You I come out in a safe way. I was gonna say the so same if thing. you're gonna get kicked out, Wait a little while. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying you should repress yourself. I'm saying that's not safe. Yeah. I'm not telling you to go live on the street. I wouldn't. No. Like, I waited until I was almost sure my mom would be chill with it. Bitch, when I was working at the gay bars in New York City, I told my parents I was working at Al's Pub until I had enough money to live on my own. And you know what? Just because I was worried that they weren't going to support me, but they ended up doing it, but God forbid they didn't. I'm fine. I didn't come out until I already was living in LA. Supporting myself, taking care of myself. Not saying that they would have done anything, but you know, just be able to take care of yourself to protect yourself. 
Absolutely. And that's really the only advice we can give because I can't tell you what to say, can't in, tell you how to act. But unless you know it's safe, like let's say like in my situation, my mom's favorite show was Will and Grace and she was a flight attendant. So all of her male friends were gay. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm trans, <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh. All right, that answers a lot of questions. Mm. <laughs> so that was my mom's answer. Oh, here's something that basically we've been talking about the whole time, but it's kind of like, how would you deal with it if I wasn't listening to you? How can I help my friends who are struggling with mental health but are resistant to help? That is on them. Don't I'm help sorry, them. you can lead a horse to water, you can't make them drink. If they don't want help, you can't give someone help that doesn't want it. No, you're, so... you're, gonna give, you're gonna do damage to yourself for no reason. Because they're gonna just watch them spiral, so I would give yourself some distance from them. Because why would you surround yourself with people who don't take your advice to heart? Like, I listen to all of my friends. Because I want your advice. But yes. you can't give advice to somebody who does not want it. Yes. It's like you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. Because mm -hmm. they're just going to not listen to you. You're just going to go one in, one in one ear and out the other. Yes. And if you just keep wanting to give it, that's on you at that point. Because you know they don't want to hear it. T. I think that's good. Let's yeah. talk. Um, oh, none of my Tinder matches last for more than a month of a conversation. <laughs> Bitch, same. Tinder sucks. Tinder, no one, it's like hi, 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 and they never talk again. I have had two, maybe three boyfriends off of Grindr, honey. Just be patient and stop looking for the whores. <laughs> Mac was giving me shit in the last podcast because I was talking to somebody on Grindr, but I'm like, you don't understand. This person actually didn't start a conversation with a whole pic. That's they, it. They asked me how I was doing. They wanted to actually talk to me, and then I will yeah. talk back. If there's a picture of them in a pool from Thailand, this could last a while. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you also know it's a big clothed. turn on. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you deal with this too. One of the biggest things that is going to make me run from you is I get all the time, are you either, are you Mike from YouTube? Are you Mike from TV? Then I'm not talking to you. I haven't been on Grindr in a long, long time. Um, <laughs> um, like a long, long time yeah. for pictures of Thailand reasons. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no, but, 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 um, before though, I would get mine. Are, my thing is mine aren't the guys into trans women. It's usually like my fans, which are little gay boys. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh my god, I love your memes, and I think you're so beautiful." And I'm like, "Thanks, bitch." <laughs> As, if you ever see me in WeHo, come take a selfie with me. Well, I and from a different perspective, when I get it, it's like, okay, so you're gonna come since you watch my videos. You're gonna come with a pre-notion of who you think I am, ah. and I'm only gonna disappoint you. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell you right now, it's not that great. It's really not that great. Fucking me is like fucking a squeaky toy. It's really, it's, and imagine getting talked by someone who goes. <laughs> I feel like I've been there. Anyway. <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, no, I'm exactly who you see. <laughs> I give no energy. I look at myself and I'm into it. <laughs> Uh, so, no, I'm just kidding. I mean, we have two different gym experiences, but someone wants to know how they can get started at, into, get, yeah. How can I get started with working out? It seems complicated and it's intimidating. I don't, I don't know. You run, you don't really work out. I can Okay, I have been, bitch. You run and you hula hoop and you stretch, you do everything to have, have this been, body. No, but I have had, I've been an athlete since I was in like first grade. Yeah, but My you're not like pumping iron. Absolutely not. It's different kinds of intimidating. I believe that, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. Everyone starts somewhere. That huge guy in the gym, he looked like a little baby at one point, so. T. And having as much like criticism and social anxiety as I do, believe it or not, one thing I used to do, 
like, because I used to compare myself, I think everybody was looking at me, I would, I would run to the bathroom and hide in the stall at, like, 10 minutes after every workout and just, like, collect myself. Okay, Lindsay Lohan and... <laughs> I wasn't girls. doing drugs. I wasn't doing drugs okay, in the no, gym. I didn't say that. I meant mean girls when she's eating lunch in there. <laughs> that, no, that was me. I, I would literally say, I go to squat and... You went straight for her real records. <laughs> I meant the movie. <laughs> Oops. Katie Heron. Not Oops. Lindsay Lohan. Excuse me. But no, okay. I thought like, say before I knew what was doing, before I knew the workouts and the regimen, I didn't ever want to look lost or confused or like I didn't know what I was doing because I felt like that was going to make me a visual target. So until I figured out my next move, I would go hide in the bathroom. Also, something you can do is YouTube University. Mm-hmm. Look up reps from someone that's great and reputable. Reps from reputable people and learn how to use the equipment with the right amount of weight that you should be using for your body type. YouTube will help you. YouTube taught me how to do makeup, it taught me how to do hair, whether it's Malaysian, Brazilian, Russian, (laughs) whatever. Well, look at these girls now that look like fucking Kardashian models. When we were were in middle school and high school, girls didn't even know how to do fucking eyeliner. Yeah, I still look like this. I didn't know how to comb my hair. I had no idea how to do oh, anything. I looked great. I looked no, terrible. I was cunt. I, I looked terrible. <laughs> oh, here's a good question for you as somebody who schedules her, schedules her dick appointments. Yes, I do. Oh, my how, God. How do, I tell the, how do I tell a guy that I'm ready to lose my virginity to him? Does he know you're a virgin? I mean, let's assume that he does. Deal. Okay. Let's uh, assume that he does. We'll assume he knows you're a virgin. Uh, I didn't schedule mine. So that's a hard one because virginity is a different thing. Yeah, mine wasn't a love story. I know. We all know. <laughs> yeah, we know yours. Mine was, was not a love story. Yours was a tragedy. No, I'm kidding. No. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I would say, <coughs> excuse me. I would say, uh, communication is key. Yeah. Be vocal about it. Have a conversation about what you like and what you don't like, and only lose your virginity to somebody that you're comfortable enough with. Being verbal, not like sexually, but like in a communicating way during. Because if you're losing your virginity, maybe you're young and inexperienced and they might be the same. For example, like a lot of guys don't know about foreplay. A lot of guys aren't gonna know the right things to do to you. So have the confidence to be like, no, do this. Like tell them what to do. Tell tell people what you want to make your first time more enjoyable for you. Does that make sense? And are you the bottom or the top? Because this makes a huge difference because you're going to want to not eat and take an emodium. I think okay. this might be a woman. Ow. I mean, regardless. I was like, ow. <laughs> you went straight for the bottom. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, well, if you're bottoming, I got to say, there's a whole diet regimen you got to do. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of work how that do goes people, into this. How do people not douche? Diet? Well... I used to not, but I was clinically anorexic. Thank you, New York modeling career. <laughs> I'm not saying to do that. It's terrible, but... This is going to be the most triggering trauma podcast for some people. It's whatever gonna it happened to me, eat shit. Like, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm allowed to talk about my fucking experiences. Stop being so fucking sensitive. Oh, here's a good one for you. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is good for not only straight girls, but trans girls. What are red flags I should look out for in straight men? There's so many. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. And you being somebody like, because, you know, like, I feel like in this country, black trans women can, like, you could lose your life if you yes. end up, go, like, sleeping. My red flags are, uh, this is date one. Are they listening to you? You know whether they're listening to you or not. Do not, do not kid yourself when you 
ask him about, or if he, you ask him about himself and what his family life is like or what his job is like, if it's a date and you're interested in this person for real, this isn't just some hookup. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not what we're talking about, correct? No, no. And so this is someone you're genuinely interested in. If they are avoiding those questions, they do not want to get to know you on a personal level. So if they're not listening to you, that's one. Yes, if they're not listening to you. Um, if you get back to their place and there are no pictures of friends or family on their walls or anywhere near, and like they've got uh, no books on the shelves, red flags, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Like this, this person does not like learning. He doesn't want to learn about you. I'm sorry, they're telling me, you're telling me so many things. I'm also gonna say if you, know, say, say you're not meeting this person for the first time. Oh, and you could say I'm wrong, but I'm black and trans and still alive. So. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I'm just a bitch, I'm gonna say it. Cause fuck that. Cause no, cause everyone has something to say, and I'm like, no, I have really looked out for myself, and I follow all of the advice that I'm giving. See. And I have had a few boyfriends, loves. Um, I've been engaged twice, and so what we're not gonna do is call <laughs> me wrong with my expertise. I'm 35 years old. Come for me, bitch. Go on. <laughs> I was also gonna say, if you're not meeting them for the first time, say it's somebody you know or have known, or you have the time to get to know them a little bit. Who are their friends? What are their, what's their family like? My grandmother always says, show me who your friends are, I'll tell you who you are. That person is. Yeah. Because your friends will reveal exactly who you are. Yep. And if, if their friends suck, if, they, if, you know, if the people they surround themselves with suck or have you know, bad views that you don't align yourself with, that means that they do even if they're not showing it to you. Yes. So, because they're on, their friends aren't. Yeah, or they're apologists for it. Like, let's say one of their friends says something crazy and racist, and they're like, oh man, I had that conversation with him. Like, he can't say that stuff. It's like, that means you've allowed this. Yes. And it, you invited them back here. It's like when girls date guys that are racist, they're like, oh, he's so annoying. I'm like, you're dating somebody that's racist? He's then you're a racist. racist. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're a racist. If you let you... a racist come inside you, ah! out of your mind. Oh my God. Like, more white? Jesus. <laughs> anyway, I said it. Anyway, that's, that was a cum joke. <laughs> Jesus Christ. saying. Uh, oh my God, here's a, do you have any travel advice for a, for a single woman in her 20s? Arisa ain't got nothing for you because Arisa don't travel. I hate travel. <laughs> I, lo I love to travel uh, and I don't know, I mean necessarily. I did travel when I was a single woman in her 20s though. Tell me and about that's it. That's why I hate What's travel. a way to protect yourself? Uh, be ugly. I'm sorry, I was never the pretty version of myself unless I was going out and I was with friends. Mm -hmm. Because then you make yourself a target. And it sucks, and I think it sucks that we have to cater to a misogynist bullshit world. But I will not attract extra attention to myself if I just want to go have a good time. And I feel like I do that now. Uh -huh. Like if I'm not, if it's not a gay atmosphere, I look as toned down as I can. I'm yeah. not me at full force because it's dangerous. Well, I have a friend, I have a friend right now who's staying um, nearby and they're like an influencer, like a big name person. Mm -hmm. And they're in LA for the first time and I was telling them, you know, advice on where they are because they always look very expensive and they're always carrying a lot of expensive things. And they're big on Instagram tagging where they are. Doing uh -uh. Everything. I said, here's what you don't do. Don't tag your hotel. Never walk around alone at night. I don't care if you're in a high lit area, people will follow you home. And if you're alone, don't look expensive. Don't make yourself a target. And just like small things like that. And even if you are walking alone, like when I would explore New York City, I would be in well lit areas. You don't walk down the side streets. No. You stay in well lit, well occupied areas if you're alone. You have to remember, how do I not make myself a target? And this is coming from me who's Constantly, always makes them. I told them about my Tulum trip. I was the biggest target in the world. I was lost in Mexico, like, come get me. But then his, <laughs> his sis 
white male privilege kicked in and nothing bad happened to him, even though it should have. You should be in a Mexican jail. Aris, <laughs> you know what? And I'm not even gonna tell you you're wrong because I've taken it. It's I've taken advantage of that privilege too many times where, you know what? It, I'm a good example of why it's not fair because anybody else in my situation would be dead. <laughs> I would it be is, murdered. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be getting sex trafficked in Abu Dhabi right Well, I've already now. done I've that. I've said it, no. <laughs> okay, in another country? I haven't tried that Where yet. I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I was like, where I'm not coming back, like, bitch. Um, ooh, please give me advice. Leave out the country. <laughs> <laughs> please give me advice uh, to give someone the best blowjob they've ever had. A virgin is asking. What's your, what do you have? Do you have any dick sucking tips? So many. <laughs> oh, honey, you're going to want more than just the tip. Because otherwise you're not doing it correctly. I don't suck dick well. I don't think I do. Really? I don't think I do. I mean, I've never had any complaints. But I just think, like, when I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm good at this. I mean, I have repeat customers. I was going to say, I'm really good at it. It's kind of my <laughs> default when I really don't want to have sex. So, like, I had to get really good at it. Otherwise, they don't want to do it. You have to have a guy that wants to volunteer that. Like, oh, my God, let's do that instead. I'm like, I, I remember. I just want to watch this movie. You know what it was? I think, you know, not giving, but receiving from like my perspective. Because I dated somebody once who was really good at it. Like I'm talking, if they were doing that, I wouldn't last. I would be like, maybe a minute if I was lucky. I was like, damn. Like I was like, what? Like I was yeah. like, whoa. <laughs> you you're know what not, I mean? Yeah, you're not doing well if it's over five minutes. It's a lot of knowing when to have a soft mouth, when to have pressure, when to have a tight mouth, when to what? You, use your hands, your head movements. Everything comes into play, and I don't know what this person did, but it felt like a twist around my dick. And I was just like, yeah! I know what they did. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my thing is, and consistency is key, so if they sound like they're close, keep doing the exact same thing you're doing. Don't change a goddamn thing. Change speed just slightly. Oh. Yeah. Here's a good Here's a good one. <laughs> here's a good one for somebody who has to deal oh, with... Oh, also, <laughs> sloppier, the better. Better. Don't yeah. worry about looking hot when you give uh -huh, head. No one, looks, no, no one looks hot giving good head. Mm -mm. Remember that. Um, and your whole outside of your mouth perimeter is going to smell like spit the rest of the evening, no matter how many times you wash it. Here's something... I mean, you've gone through something like this recently. Um, this person is getting tired of friends or cycling through them. Is it normal, or just have they not found their people? How do you deal with having friends come and go? Ouch. <laughs> that hurts. Uh, I feel well, like friends, having a, losing a friend is literally almost like losing a relationship. It's worse. It is like that is your person. Sometimes it really sucks because it's somebody that you care about. But you have to remember at the end of the day, are you doing what's best for you? And I'm going to leave that at my advice. I feel like you have better advice. Mine, yeah, mine had layers. Uh, layers I'm not going to talk about here. Of course. But no, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, mine had layers, but it was just like, the second I feel like I'm out of control of a situation, I walk away from the situation. Because if I can't make you happy anymore, I'm literally just yelling at a wall. Yeah. Like, it's just not, what am I doing? Yeah. And you have to protect yourself. Yes. And, uh, and, and I want them to protect themselves because it's not going to work either way. Oh, yeah. It won't work either way. And so we've got to move on. I've had friends that I was a trigger for. So I'm like, I know you're going to hate me. I know I'm going to be the villain in your story. But I'm going to walk away from this. Not because I don't like you anymore. Yeah. But because I know that I am a consistent trigger for you. Yeah. Obviously, this friendship, for whatever reason, is not going to work. And it's not helping me, it's not helping you, and you just have to be okay with that sometimes. You can't have everybody like you. I am 
always the villain in their story. And luckily, two times I lost friends. Uh, they grew as people, like we spent some years apart and they've, they've come back and I've gotten those friends back and they both came with real intimate apologies. Yeah. Like, you know what? I didn't know what you were about and I didn't get it and now I get it. And I'm very consistently the same person. And so when someone doesn't like me for who I'm being, I'm like, then you're never going to because I'm very predictable. <laughs> Go. This is, I just saw a good one that I feel like you might find fun asking. Answer it. Because uh, I can give advice on this, but I don't want to be a terrible person. Uh, keep me hush hush, but should I sleep with my friend's ex? I'm a bad person to ask. Is this someone I know? I don't know. No, it's not. Oh, that was exciting. I was Sweet like, Sweden, we friends ex. Is it, is it Ka Ka Cassie and Massey? Ka Cassie and Maddie. Oh. I'm Cassie. You don't want to hear what I have to say about this. Say. Does anyone know? Yeah, say what you have to say about it. That's Be honest. Their, that's their, it's their ex. It's none of your business. You are not wrong. See, I have, I tell people, your relationship is not my problem, unless we're and, best friends. And are you guys going to be together afterwards? What other circumstances are you going to, are you looking for a marriage? Are you looking for the whole nine yards? If you're just sleeping with them, you're just testing the waters. There's 7.7 .7 billion people in the world. There's just another one. Who gives a shit? And if you don't like them that much to the point where you don't want to betray your friend or you feel like you're betraying your friend and you can't get it off your conscience, do not sleep with them. Why yes. would you put yourself in that position? Yes. And you know what? Here I ha I say it's there's uh, there's more information I need to know. Like if you're say say it's your ex, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys amicably amicably. If you slept with any of my exes, one I'd be shocked. <laughs> um, no, but then two because they're just but not my caliber of guy. Me, I'm just using say like as a of a good friend, right? Okay. I would take these into consideration. How did you guys break up? Was it a good, easy breakup? Oh yeah, was he beating you? Was he, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's like, what, were they abusive to you in any way? Were they terrible to you? Did they hurt you in the end? Because then I'm fucking, then I feel like I'm doing you wrong because then I'm giving something to somebody who is terrible to my friend. Mm -hmm. But if you guys broke up on good terms, enough time has passed, I would also feel fine telling you about it. Like, if that was the case. Like, I feel Honestly, like I won't- you know, as the person whose ex it was, don't tell me about it. Y'all have fun. I don't need to fucking know. No, because they're not part of my life anymore. I don't care. Why hasn't your friend moved the fuck on as well? And so, because I move the fuck on. I'm sorry, if someone fucks my ex, I don't give a shit. I have, <laughs> I have someone on the line right now that I cannot wait to FaceTime. I do, please fuck him. It's also please different. give him something to do so he leaves me alone, okay? <laughs> it's also different, I feel like, with gays. I feel like that's a very straight question because gays, it's like, very straight they'll, fuck you, they'll fuck you if they're in a relationship together. Like, they don't give a fuck. That's There's not the part of life I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. I'm not part of gay life. I'm, I'm, I'm like gay life is yeah, like I'm like I'm like I'm like people are. I don't I don't really think I don't think I know a single successful monogamous gay relationship out of anybody we know. I don't think I know a single one. I I don't think I know a single one, and that's gonna be honest. I've got facts. So the thing is, I'm trying to think of a couple. If, if they'll fuck other people when they're together, then I don't care if you're the ex. Because if you would have fucked me or like hooked up with me when you had a boyfriend and it was okay, then when your ex is, it's even more okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's different, different strokes, different folks. Does that make sense? Yeah, don't yuck someone's yum. <laughs> no, but also, fuck their ex. <laughs> what are, uh, terrible. What are some signs to know when someone's flirting with you? I don't fucking know. You could be <laughs> flirting with me right now. I'd have no idea. I'm no, so oblivious. I think everyone's just really nice. You and I have said this in a video before. If you have to wonder whether or not someone likes you, they don't. 
Mm -mm. If someone likes you, you know. You they know like right you know. away. So if you're wondering, ooh, are they flirting with me? Do they like me? Then they don't. Or you know what? They're not trying hard enough. Or you're just not a match in that area. Because if, we, if we're going to spend our whole lives guessing whether either of us is into each other, this is not going to work out very well. One of us has to be a little more forward than the other. Yeah. It's just balance. Uh, let's do it. I'm going to do a, a one or two more. Okay. And then, because we've been going for a fucking minute, I feel I like. I don't know. I'm in love with my best friend who thinks of me like a brother. How the fuck do I get over him? Distance. You have to distance yourself from this person. And I know they're your best friend, but if you're in love with them, mm -hmm. you're only hurting yourself. It's something you don't want to hear, but I will tell you every time, whether it's I have feelings for them or I am not giving feelings back to a friend... You have to distance yourself until those feelings go away so you can repair your friendship. Because if you don't do that, it's going to boil to a head, cause a problem that will ruin your friendship. Mm -hmm. So by doing what and you don't want to do... it's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what. It's coming. Cause be so before the problem happens that will permanently destroy your friendship, do the thing you don't want to do. Take time. Let things cool down so you both can be level-headed. Because like they said in that movie BoJack, red flags just look like flags with rose-colored glasses. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to say. We're going to leave that there. So. There we go. I agree. And the next one, I'm gonna, we'll leave it with some, like, one more trans advice. This person says, I'm trans and I can't get my parents to understand how I feel. Any advice on how to deal with parents like that? Whip your dick out. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wasn't that fun, though? <laughs> okay. So nasty. Anyway. Um... God, I need more of a backgrounder because I'm like, where are your parents from? What well, do they do? Okay, I, um, I would say we've dealt with, we've told people how to come out. We've like how to handle parents who like project insecurities. What if you're, you're like, like? Okay, so remember, our, all of our parents are from a time of yesteryear. Like, we are from a time of acceptance, body positivity, anti-racism. Because it's not one thing to just not be racist. You need to be anti-racist, and so we come from a different time where. Trans was not, like, and I was part of this. I came out as trans at 19. I'm 35. Fun fact. Um, yes. Big guess. <laughs> I was better than half the hoes you've ever seen. No, I'm just kidding. No, but in all seriousness, though, it's just, um, uh, like, seven years ago, there were no trans people on TV. It was just Laverne Cox and Jenna Mock for interviews. But it was just like two mainstream ones. Oh, and Candace um, Kane. But I mean, like it was. We were still the butt of the joke. We were still only on Maury Povich, Jerry Springer, shit like that. And so now we're finally being accepted into mainstream society slightly, um, just slightly, because it's not really all there. Because I'm sorry, 500 channels. You can still only count the trans people on one hand. Yeah, um, tell me about it. Straight people are like, you're shoving it down our throat. I'm like, you've seen one person. You know, I, I want to shove it down your throat because I used to get paid for that. No, so I'm just gonna, like, what we're not going to do, I was like, it's pretend like it's being shoved down your throat, bitch. Like, y'all have very light dusting of trans stuff because um, we have to ask things like this to yeah. a YouTube thing or a podcast. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'd know it, wouldn't you? Because it'd be on National Geo fucking graphics. <laughs> And so I'm just saying, you learn it in school. Exactly. So no, since you don't, you're getting the very light dose. And so I would say, remember they're from yesteryear. They're obsolete people and we're tolerating them. <laughs> I love you. I love that you did this with me today. Oh, yeah. Thanks. This has been a lot of fun. I feel like I, we always say if we had, if I had like a, 
We're, we're working out a lot with this podcast where I think very soon we were going to have a network again finally. We're a little scarred from the past one. Mm. Um, which they are shut down. That house is cute though. It was, but did you hear I like what happened? I park in the driveway. So what? the guy had a huge coke addiction, wasn't paying any of his people, and they actually lost the house and went into foreclosure, a whole thing. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, how much is it? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. A cute house. Yeah, it was, I was gorgeous. Like, I could have turned that pool area out. It was cool. Oh, we took so many photos there. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, but um, we are going to work something out soon. I think we might be doing something either with like, there's a few podcast networks or some kind of live event too. Where, I mean, of course, there might be, it might be a little more interactive where people can, like, actually call in to the podcast. It'll be live the same time every week. Um, I mean, there might be, like, a paywall depending on how interactive you can be or whatever, but we'll figure that out as we go. We're figuring it out. Um, but we're going to have a lot of guests on this podcast. And I, I'll reach out to you to have you on the podcast more because I love the when, when you're on Because you give good advice. And you're a good, we riff very well, especially when Mac is here, because Mac, we talk about you, I feel like, every <laughs> podcast anyway. I mean, you always see with the clips, and like, we talked about you here, yeah. here, and here. We have the Arise and moment. I, no, and I'm on my phone, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. She goes, oh, another one? You also have a, a Spotify playlist of all the podcasts you've been on, right? I do. Oh, yeah, all, if you go to my Spotify, it's at Aristocrat. Uh, it's all of my podcast interviews I've ever been on, and it's over 24 hours of podcast interviews. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. Well, and, um, if you guys want to follow Arisa, I'm going to put... One more thing to push that I Go. totally forgot about. Go. Netflix is doing a comedy special for queer comics, and I'm one of the hosts with Nikki Paris, and I forgot all about it. I'm what? Sorry. I forgot all about you it. You didn't even sorry. tell me. I'm tired. You didn't tell me. I worked 16 hours the other day. I'm like, I'm done. I'm I don't like working hard. But that's amazing. Thanks. So, bitch, check her out there. I'm going to put a link to all your socials and everything. I'll get all your links in the description below. Yeah. And I'll be sharing this on Twitter, Instagram, uh, at MessyPod. Be sure to continue to send it. Oh, we didn't even do a hookup time or anything. We didn't need to do segments. This is a this is good enough. We've been going What's for a fucking time? minute. Hookup time is when I read the people submit their hookup stories and we react to it. Oh. That's Macta's gay agenda of the week. Do you want to do one? Do you want to do one real quick? Yes! We can do one real quick. <laughs> I want to do one. Just one. Just one, y'all. We'll let you one read it. We'll see what people submitted. I okay. favored them. Let's see. We'll do a short one if I can find. You guys get to find out whether I can read or not right now. Uh, there, I'll read it. Oh, this is, oh, this, someone, some, this one types, uh, this might be an advice one. I don't know. This, someone said, is my dick broken or am I just shy? Next one. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I'm, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Oh, oh, hookup time, slimy Australian disaster. I think I'll be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a little, but I'll let, I'll let you read it and then I'll interject. Okay. So we're going to end with a fun hookup time. Uh, <clears> this is a long story. Hi, Mike and Mac. Hi. That's not my name, but okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hi, Mac. Um, I've been a huge fan of the podcast for about a year now and was a bit of a whore during my first semester. Same. I'm in a loving, committed relationship now, but I still have a lot of crazy stories from that time in my life. Ooh. You know, the first paragraph is over. I'm scrolling. <laughs> I had a guy from Tinder over to hook up, but it was gravely disappointing. Literally felt like being stabbed in my cervix over and over. Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> Size. Oh, yeah, I was like, because I, okay. You guys have girl fans? Okay. I guess. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. I oh. love when the girl, I love when the straight submit. Right, all right, and this is in uh, parentheses. Size isn't always super important. Exclamation point, exclamation point, in parentheses. Okay. And he wasn't as good looking as I expected either. Oof. Uh, that sucks. And that's going to make you feel like you're being stabbed even more. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. I was like, yo, because when they're hot, you let it go. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, 
still horny. I was I was searching for someone else to invite over after after he left. Or at around one a.m. Done that. I found this tall, mildly attractive white guy. Not usually my type, but he seemed like he would be able to make me come, and that was pretty much all I cared about at the moment. Okay. okay. He went to a college about 25 minutes away from mine, and he took an Uber over to mine. My roommate left the room to hang out with her boyfriend, so we were, al- we were all alone. We got, r- we got right to it, and he was pretty hung. The oof, work. The, I mean, I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay, I'm like this is. I've never done this. I'm like, oh my god. I read it. This fun. is a cold read. I'm like, ah! yeah, this is what we always did. I'm we like, react to it. okay. The only problem was he liked it slippery. Oh bitch. Oh god. We're we're talking spit all over my body, obscene amounts of lube, the whole nine yards. Ew, was this a hotel room? <laughs> I hope so. Not on my sheets. <laughs> These are expensive fucking sheets. Mm-mm. Um, I felt so, bitch, we gotta put a towel down or six. <laughs> if we're gonna just be wet, let's get fucking the shower. Uh, I felt so, bitch, this is a tub sex. You need to go have tub sex. Yeah, I'm not yeah. cleaning this up. I felt so disgusting the whole time because I ended up covered in a whole mixture of bodily fluids. I've, I've blocked most of this out, but I remember him also being the type of guy to be a really sloppy kisser. Oh, God. Oh, God, this a is a huge lot. turn off for me. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. Kissing is a big thing for me. My makeup is ruined after this. I, like, <laughs> I hate this because I don't look pretty anymore. I look like Beetlejuice. <laughs> and so the sex was okay, but in the middle of me riding him, he looks at me and says, this is the best sex I've ever had. I was horrified as I was having a half-decent time at best. <laughs> this is a, You're a great storyteller, by the way. This is great. I just, I just kind of looked at him, appreciated the compliment, and kept going. He finished on my face. Ugh. And because he was already wet enough, I'm like, Jesus. I'm just like, no, like finish on my face, but only if I'm kind of dry. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ! No, I can't. And the beard it absorbs it. My thing is, I'm wearing like if we make like this, absolutely not. No, 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 no. So beautiful. Too much time. No, <laughs> no. I am one of those beautiful women on the planet. I will not have you coming on my face. So anyway, he finished on my face, and we cuddled for a bit before I brought him back to the place where his Uber was going to pick him up. Oh, he didn't come where they pick him up somewhere else. I'm not the one. Oh my god. Anyways. Mm-mm. We started talking and get to know each other because this is about to be her boyfriend. I'm scared about how much shit I already talked about him. Jesus Christ. We started talking and getting to know each other because there wasn't anything else to do and I didn't want to be rude. I found out both of his parents were Australian and he could do a perfect accent. That means he's uncut. Australian Australian accents do it for me. (laughs) Um, I thought it was... G'day. No, I... (laughs) I thought it was I thought it was hot and so for the rest of the time we were talking before his Uber picked him up, he spoke with that accent and went from being hot to very cringe. Oh. He's he starts talking about his broken family and how he's super Christian. Ugh, that's why I got cringe. See, Gross. red flags. This is what I'm talking about, red flags. The red flags are sometimes a cross. Oh, anyway, no. No, he bro. told me he told me his stepmom had an abortion and goes, Through Christ I forgave her. Ah! I'm out, I'm dry, I'm dry my ah! Oh, my pussy is sewn shut. Sewn shut. Really quick before I finish, if you're heterosexual, you guys need to have the "Do I believe in abortion?" talk before you even fuck, because you might be stuck with someone for the rest of your life. It's not oh. eighteen years forever. Oh my god. Because they don't have the same viewpoint as you. That sounds so gross. Yeah. Ugh. Bring people into this world who are that's not. That's why. I ch- that's why I chose to be gay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I was like, I think God chose for you. Anyway, <laughs> the, the God I don't believe in, by the way. Oh okay, my God. so anyway. anyway. As a pro-choice gal, not sure why I didn't get get up and leave right then. 
He left and I went back to my gross bed. Ugh. See, this is why I said you have text in the tub if you're gonna do this. God. At this point, it's like 3 a.m. and I have class in the morning. Damn, bitch! Fuck. So no way. I have time to wash my sheets. Oh, I'm gonna vomit. I can't do this. I was like, I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna no, do it, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Ugh, please. I'm so chemmed. I can't do this. I'm like, this is what we do every week. These people send them in every week. I love hookup time. I can tell from the storytelling aspect. You're a great storyteller, bitch. Okay. It's the last paragraph. He keeps texting me throughout, oh my God. He keeps texting me throughout the next few days telling me that the lights around his campus remind him of me and shit like that. What? Um, I'm like, what the fuck? He calls me to talk to me about random stuff and I'm just not interested. No, send me a dick pic, not a picture of the lights. No, no, he said he's pro-life, fuck that. <laughs> Don't send me any of your baby-making dick pics, okay? Lock it. You wanna have extracurricular sex and you don't believe in a woman protecting herself. Nope. Fuck that noise. <laughs> anyway, yeah, never touch that dick. All of them should be sterilized. Anyway, I said it. I'm sorry, you know, uh, if you take care of the baby after he forgave his fucking stepmom, you're fucking gross making women's decisions for them. I hate you. Anyway, after almost a month, I don't care what anyone has to say about me. <laughs> no, no, say it, like, no, say it, say it. And so, like, I don't even have a vagina and I will absolutely speak on behalf of vaginas. About, okay, after, after almost a month of ignoring pretty much every text and Snapchat, I finally told him I wasn't into it and didn't enjoy the sex. This man has the audacity to ask me if it's because his dick is too big. Men. Anyways, love, oh! Anyways, love the pod. Hope you use this, but I don't know if it's too boring. Girl, this wasn't boring at oh, all! Amazing! Ah! The audacity of these men! Is it because my dick's too big? No, it's because you're pro-life, you fucker. <laughs> Having extracurricular sex with me last minute at 3 a.m. because my other hookup didn't come over, you loser. You were second choice. Yeah. And then you want to judge your stepmom having an abortion. She's all going to protect herself. She's unkempt. She, she's all over it. Damn it. I'm so glad we decided to do that last minute. That was a good choice. Grab it. Oh this my. man is gross. <laughs> Ew. I love that we ended it here. Oh, guys. Again, be sure to go check out Arise because if you like more of this, you, obviously she's doing this well over on TikTok. Well over on Instagram, her YouTube channel, all her other shit. It's going to be in the description below. Is there anywhere else people can find you that I'm not pointing out? That Netflix thing that I'm going to do. And yeah. I... I don't know when that's gonna come out because we're filming it next Keep time. an eye out on you because you have shows and stuff coming out. Yeah, on network television. Anyway, <laughs> be sure to follow us everywhere at Messy Pod. Be sure to continue sending in your gay agendas, hookup times, keep your creepers, all that at messypod.gmail.com. You guys can listen to us everywhere on Apple Music, Spotify, which I think Mac has worked out our Spotify account. It should all be in the same place again. Um, and we will keep you updated on the future of this podcast and where it's going to go from here. We're all really excited about it. We have so many guests coming in, and I'm sure Arise will be back. If you want Arise back, make sure to let us know in the comments. Also, Go buy my merch at dragqueenmerch.com. <laughs> okay. Look up Ari Swanzer. Okay. And I'm at Aristocrat on all platforms. And you have been douched. <laughs>